What is the password? <laughs> Thirst. Welcome to the people under the scares. Welcome back to the People Under the Scares, where we discuss everything scary, spooky, and disturbing in horror. This is Bobby. And this is Mike. And today we're discussing Lee Cronin's Evil Dead Rise. So Evil Dead Rise, we're we're finally here talking about this film. We were planning to talk about this film for a while. And um, we have a lot of thoughts. But before we get into it, um, we also have a special guest, but we'll bring him in just a minute. But I want to describe this film with three adjectives. Mike, do you have any? Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to start that off. All right. Sorry. Um, I put fresh because I could tell it was created by somebody different or a different director. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely felt like a different movie, even though it's in the same franchise. But what was the other word I picked? <laughs> Expansive, because I like the lore that we got introduced to with the uh, other volumes of the book. And then I'll say ballsy, because they kill kids. Spoiler alert. This is a spoil podcast. We just spoil shit on here, okay? So I did a spoil free review on my channel, but we were talking everything about this movie here. I was doing my best trying to hold things back when I was talking about it on my channel. But I'm finally happy to spill. Um, but for me, I would describe this as dark because it, it it gets dark, very dark. Uh, I like that you chose, you said expansive, right? Mm-hmm. I'm Don't still in that word. Because <laughs> it is. That was good. So I'm still in that. Um, okay. It was good. Why not? Um, so dark, expensive. And then I would say, hmm. It was atmospheric, I would say. After thinking about it for a while, it's very uh, it's an atmospheric okay. uh, film. So those are my three. Yes. So I mentioned we have a special guest. Um, so today uh, we have our horror fan bro, Tyrone Williams from Evil Live, a terrifying talk show on YouTube to help us talk about this Gorbath of a movie. So welcome, Tyrone. Welcome to our show. Thank you all. Thank you all for having me on. It's uh, it's been it's been a long time coming. I finally made it. Mama made it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so when we when we were deciding to do this movie, we thought about you instantly just because we know that you are a huge Evil Dead fan. So we was like, we have to have Tyrone to talk about this film. And I'm happy that you're here. Thank you, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be. Here. Yes. All right. Um, so, Tyrone, would you like to plug yourself to tell everybody where you're from, even though I mentioned some, but it sounds better coming out your mouth. 
Oh yeah, well you know <laughs> it's, the, it's at the evil Tyrone, you know spelled E V O L love backwards. You know uh, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Instagram, and you're gonna especially find me on YouTube. You know where I'm doing horror reviews uh, with with other horror content creators, and also having discussions with the uh, the horror community and just chopping it up about you know our favorite genre getting to know and interacting with the community, you know, the, the best way we know how. Yeah, they are a good time. Y'all can go back and watch the top seven slashes he just did. It is hilarious. Um, and I know, you, well, I guess it'll be coming up this Wednesday. You're going to be doing From or Lives of the TV show From. Yes, yes. With who? With with. With Taymon. <laughs> Shout out to Taymon King. <laughs> yes, yes. He's he's a amazing, amazing individual. Um, very, very strong opinion. So I'm interested to see how this season is gonna go. You know, these two months of us of us uh digesting the <laughs> show. <laughs> Good luck, Tyrone. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you, Taymon. <laughs> Uh, all right so tyrone well first of all before we go on i would say yeah i'm a huge fan of your show as well i'm just so happy for you and just proud of you man like you're killing it and just bringing everybody together everybody in the horror community especially the black horror community together and you know introducing everybody to one another and we meeting each other and it's just it's a fun time and Again, every time I watch your lives and I see somebody new on there and then we have similar interests, like I get excited. I follow them right away. And yeah, it's always such a fun time. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's the goal. That's the goal to make it a fun time. Yes. So before we get on, how would you uh, describe this movie, Tyrone? Because you've seen it twice now. So yeah. do you have like three adjectives <laughs> for um, <laughs> this film? All right, all right. So I'm, I'm going to say um, my first adjective would be young. I'm going to say I feel like this movie is for a younger generation. You know, I'm going to also say it's thrifty. You know, <laughs> I'm going to say there were uh, certain parts where I saw the thrift. So I'm going to say it's thrifty. Okay. You know. <laughs> so when you say that, I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> have you watched, like, wasn't Love and Hip Hop when Jocelyn Hernandez was saying you're a thrifty bitch or thrifty bitch? <laughs> So every time somebody says thrifty, that's, I think about that. I'm sorry. Well, that's 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 gonna be my review. You a thrifty evil, evil dead rise. You thrifty you bitch. bitch. I'm here for it. You know, and um, I also thought it was uh, it was very uh, nostalgic. You know, yes. so I say nostalgic. Yes. Okay. It was, especially there, especially on some callback moments, it kind of just warmed my heart. I'm just like, oh, like they went there. And it's weird because I'm saying all oh, to something that's horrific, but it's pretty dope what they did. So, all right. So what is your favorite Evil Dead film, Tyrone? Because, I mean, we have The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, Army of Darkness, the uh, reimagining uh, Evil Dead from 2013. And now we have Evil Dead Rise. So what would, what would you consider your favorite Evil Dead film? Well, I think the, the, I would cons the one that I would, uh, the one that I modeled my name after, the, uh, the original, the OG, The Evil Dead. Yes. <laughs> no, nothing gets better. Nothing gets better. 
just just that experience when I first saw it as a child, you know, nothing got better. Agreed. Yeah. Same way. That's my favorite one. Um, part two is for me, just because I believe that was like my first um horror movie I think I believe I watched um was Evil Dead Two Dead by Dawn, which is interesting because like that movie is crazy as hell. So I've seen that one first and then I seen part one a little later. But like watching it now, part one is definitely a lot scarier. Um just because the comedic tone is like not very much mm-hmm. there. Where part two I said part two. Part two, they actually uh go the comedic route. Uh which I still love and enjoy, but it was still a lot of scary moments in part two for me. Uh but part one, man, just Woo, that that is a that's a crazy ride right there. <laughs> wow, wow, Candarian demons. And from the sister, from the moment the sister starts reading the cards from the back of her head, Bruh. from that point on, I, I was like, "In, I'm sold. I love this movie." Yeah, I still remember like watching on my little 13 inch, you know, uh, television screen, and <laughs> you know, just seeing that part, and I was just like, I was terrified terrified you know and this the the makeup and mm-hmm. just it just the whole vibe i was just like this is this is uh it, it made me fall in love with because i always loved horror but it made me fall in love with like a i had a passion for it after after that movie yeah you know just a passion for being scared yeah that movie i remember having like sleepovers with my cousin with and watching both of them actually but i remember that one in particular um the scene when <laughs> my cousin's reaction is so funny this it was the third act when i think cheryl finally gets out of the cellar and ash realizes like she's not in there and he knows like oh shit this bitch is around and she's like around <laughs> the house and she's like going through the door and stuff like that it was just <laughs> my cousin's reaction like she could not take that movie was really scary but also loud that movie is loud for no reason um, especially with Shelly. I think that's her name. Is it Shelly? You love her. Yeah. Love her. That whole scene where she's like screaming <laughs> and then they stab her in the thing with the dagger and she's like yelling. That movie is just so loud. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to turn this down a few notches. You need it. I'm sorry. Side note. Speaking of loud, uh, Tyrone and Zena, they were talking about some movie called Incantation on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yes. I watched this <laughs> and <laughs> that movie fucked me up <laughs> and it's been a minute since that happened I guess Skinner Rink kind of did too but this really did um, so I suggest y'all go watch that watch it with the headphones on on the volume up high pitch black no distractions including your cell phone uh, just wanted to throw that out there because it was loud as fuck and I had to turn it off for a minute oh yep. yo the symbols the symbolism that they was throwing up on the screen Crazy. See, I never seen it, so I I I have to check it out because I heard from somebody they said they didn't really care for it, and they were like, "There's no rest to see it." So I'm like, "Well, whatever. I'm still gonna watch it because you know everybody got their own opinion on how they like movies, and me, I like the most mm-hmm. you know <laughs> obscure, far fetched, craziest movie. So I don't really care. Uh, so I'm sure it's fine, especially if it fucked Micah. Then I know that I'm I'm here <laughs> for it. <laughs> It was a lot. It was a lot. But in like the best way. Because like, you know people say movies are not really that scary now. But like to me I was unnerved watching it. Now maybe it's 
Because, you know, I had the computer right in front of my face and it's pitch black behind it. So all the shit that was going on in the movie was fucking me up even more because I felt like I there could be somebody in front of the damn computer. And it's found footage. Yes. You know, so it's like, oh, it's found footage. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I might check it out this weekend. Definitely. Dude, it's a winner. I will. I'm sorry I'm I took this off. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. All right, so you said, both y'all say Evil Dead 1, I say Evil Dead 2. Okay, okay. All right, so I also have some questions for you guys. I have three questions. Okay. All right, so um, my first question is, um, if you had to try and survive in a Evil Dead movie, which movie would it be? The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 2013, or Evil Dead Rise? Dude, I feel like I'm gonna have to go with Army of Darkness on this one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what century was this? We in the... What year was Army of Darkness in? Yeah, that. We in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. True. Hmm. That's a. Hmm. And I could get with skeletons. Like, you know, you got weaponry, you got armor. You ain't have True. shit, but you know, and and the bridge was collapsed in the other movies and all this other craziness. Right, that's what it is. I wouldn't choose one and two because I don't want to be trapped. I guess technically this one either, this most recent one. Although, okay, that's a never mind. I will get into that later. But um, maybe you know what? Maybe Army of Dark. <laughs> it might be Army of Darkness. Okay, same thing. They're trapped in the other. Well, he's trapped back in time though. I don't mm. like this question. Um, <laughs> was this before slavery? This I, that's what I was slavery. wondering. Mm. <laughs> um, the real question. You know what? I'll say this one. I'm actually going with this one because they in an apartment building. Maybe I could somehow escape. That was going to be mine. Mine was going to be Evil Dead Rise because I feel like even though they were stuck, I'm sure there were ways to somehow get out of there. You know, if they tried hard, hard enough. Um, and they did in this movie, but we'll get there. But like, I feel like it will be a little bit easier getting out of this situation compared to one and two, the remake, and maybe even Army of Darkness. It's just the thing with Army of Darkness. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, it seems <laughs> easy because, like you say, you have the skeletons and stuff like that. But like, I don't know. It just seems like too much bullshit is going on there and I get overwhelmed and my anxiety would just go up and I just won't be able to take it. So, yeah, I'm probably going to say Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> I'll jump out a window. Point. I mean, yeah, there was a point. There was a point. If it, got, if it gets there, I'm jumping out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I imagine if you push the mattress out the window at the same time, you might be all right if you land on it. Hmm. Maybe that building looked old as hell. Though. It did. Like, who knows if the windows even crack? You throw a chair at that window, mm. it should probably ricochet back at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it also depends on how high up you are. So uh, you know, because if you're like really high, high up, yeah, I don't know if I'm doing that. I'm not gonna. So my second question is: Who is the worst final boss in a Evil Dead film? Cheryl, Henrietta slash the tree demon, because you know, you kind of got like a two 
in one situation in uh, part two, uh, the abomination or the conjoint family demon in Evil Dead Rise? Uh, Henrietta, <laughs> hands down, <laughs> hands down, because it's just in in any setting, I, like I can't think of a setting where she wouldn't be horrifying to me. So mm. I've already got like a fear of of old people, but it's like that just ramps it up, you know, when you make them a Kandarian uh, demon. So it's mm-hmm. just like, what's going on here? How about you, Mike? I wouldn't want I wouldn't want her over for for lunch. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I oh, fuck. I was going to say the abomination. Ooh, okay. Because I mean, it would be a mirror version of me, but it's also kind of slow. But it's strong. I don't know. It's strong as shit, though. And but I also don't like the the little family demon that we had in this one. All the different uh, mm-hmm. extremities and shit. I don't the abomination. I'm gonna go with the abomination. Oh, you got that. I'm not, no. Mia had to pull her damn hand off just to beat this bitch. Well, I wouldn't. (laughs) hmm. I wouldn't have even, she was slow, so I'm not even going to get into that. She was smooth with it. She was. You know, I would have been, I would have probably been passed out screaming way more than she was. True. (laughs) True that. (laughs) Um, The worst final balls. Uh, I mean, the worst final boss for me is Henrietta. Just because I'm being biased here, I had nightmares of Henrietta. Mm. Um, only because like that part in Evil Dead Two when they not Ash into the cellar and like he's down there and then the tape is playing and the way she pops off that ground screaming <laughs> and Ash got nowhere to go and then he's trying to go up the step and she's slowly walking towards him and nobody's not like they're not trying to let him out at first but then they eventually do let him out and the way. Uh, I don't know. Just creepy. I don't like it. She is the worst final boss. I wouldn't want to go up against her. The easiest person, the easiest one I would probably, what, what am I going up against is maybe um, Cheryl. I feel like I, me and Cheryl could have hands. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of these, like, you know, barring they don't have any weapons or any pencils around, <laughs> right. you know, like, you could, you could box, you could slap box a couple of these, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me and Cheryl will get it in. Henrietta, I'm not playing because she can stretch that neck. She <laughs> she can do the most. <clears throat> the abomination that even though it's slow and lanky, that thing is creepy and it's mad strong. And then that whole conjoint family thing in this one, it seemed like it's fast. It's too much arms and hands reaching out, and I'm not dealing with that. So um, Henrietta would be the worst one, but I would go up against Cheryl. Um, okay, and the third and final question is, who in your friend group would read the Necronomicon and who would most likely be the final girl or final boy? So who y'all would say in our in our <laughs> our little group. circle, in our little uh, our little friend group, our horror fam, who would read it and who would be the final girl or final boy? Who would read it? I feel like that's between Tamon and Jeremy. Yeah, I was gonna say Jeremy too. Yeah, I would say Jeremy. I don't think he would, because even though he's goofy, I don't think he, I think he knows better. <laughs> <laughs> and he don't. Yeah, I think he knows better. I would say Ryan and Gray, them two. Oh, because Gray, 
I love you, Gray, but he's he's with the shits. <laughs> I, I know he is. <laughs> um, and even though I I I listened and watched uh, Ryan's TikToks on the movies, and I know that he probably wouldn't. But say, for instance, this didn't exist. We didn't know nothing about the Evil Dead movies. This is we're in a scenario, and we come across the Necronomicon. I believe that Ryan or Gray would read this book just because the hell of it. I can see that. <laughs> Final boy or final girl? So who you think would be the final boy or final girl in our group? Me. So we're all no, demons. If it's that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is tricky Ooh, because, like, these movies, is no telling how you become a Diddite. Because it's just like they are regular and then all of a sudden they just become one. I mean, in some movies it seems like you have to be attacked by one before you become one. But then in some cases, like, you're not you attacked. Fly into your ass and you just yeah, exactly. I feel like you got to be mm. somebody who's quick. You have quick reflexes. You don't pause or hesitate in these scenarios. Uh, you got to think straight in like high stress situations. Um, that would not be me. <laughs> I'm trying to think who. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Who's who can be calm? Tyrone, you're calm, but I haven't seen you in a stressful situation. <laughs> right. I was about to, that was going to be my answer. It was going to be Tyrone. I would say Tyrone and maybe Kat from Girl That's Scary. I would say I would watch Vincent. that, actually. Yeah. That would be so funny. It would be so, such a good time. So I see y'all two, like, maybe surviving because... I can see that. Yeah. I can see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the that's the Evil Dead movie we need. Yeah, it know. is. I think I'm for my pick. I would have to choose uh, Zena. Yeah, you know, I would choose Zena. Yeah, because I I feel like she's got a lot of knowledge and uh you know and mm-hmm. demons and possession and you know just all that stuff. So I think she'll she'll definitely be able to handle herself. But I feel like Z- I I do agree with that. But I feel like Zena would slay as a Deadite for some reason. <sighs> That too. I feel like she would give that me too. all my life because she would talk so much shit <laughs> and get people together. Okay, so she yes. could turn and kind of like come back like Ash did. Or like Mia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is interesting because why is he able to do that but nobody else? Was it something? Wait, see, I'm mixing up movies now. Never mind. I'm still, I'm still pissed about Jill Marie Jones in the show. I say that all the time, Tyrone. I'm just like, they made it seem like she was going to be a part of the group and stuff, and then they turn her into a deadite. Even though, I mean, she gave me my life as a deadite, like she was whooping, yes, she, she was did. whooping their ass. But I wanted her to come back. They didn't need to kill her all. They were following the girlfriend's no. formula. She ain't gonna make it to the end of this, <laughs> and so she ain't make it to the end of this damn show. Either. No, they should have bought Tony Childs. She should have came back as Tony Childs. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been a whole different movie. Okay, so you so Tyrone, you said Xena is yeah, Xena, most definitely. Okay, so who would I you could, probably? I could see her getting ready with all the weaponry built. I could see that. Yep, I'm writing this. We're gonna make our own little film. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, guys, this question goes out to all the listeners as well. Who do you see in your friend group or people that you follow or you know fans of? in the podcast world who do you see 
um, as the final girl or final boy in a Evil Dead film. I'm here. I'm curious to know y'all thoughts. Um, okay. Mom? Everybody here dies by dawn. What's wrong with you, Mom? All right, so um, Evil Dead Rise is a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of a, a family imaginable. This is credit due to um, IMDb, thank you, because I didn't feel like writing my own laziness. So thank you, IMDb. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so guys. Evil Dead Rise, we're finally here. We we were anticipating this for a very long time. This was supposed to be on HBO Max last year. Um, and I was a little happy, but also disappointed because, like, I was happy because I'm like, all right, we get to see an Evil Dead movie in the theaters. But I was disappointed because I really wanted it earlier. And it was one right. of my most anticipated movies for uh, 2022. So we are finally here, 2023. The movie's out. So what were y'all thoughts going into this movie, like impressions? Because I know we were all hyped, but like, how were y'all feeling before seeing this? I was trying to manage my expectations, you know, because I was very pleased with 2013's Evil Dead. Um, it wasn't a perfect movie, but I definitely really enjoyed it. So going into this one, I was excited, especially the mother aspect, like her design and everything. I was just like, oh, I'm sold because... I feel like, honestly, out of all the Evil Dead movies, as far as like the posters and things like that, I feel like her image was the scariest or the slash creepiest for me, you know. Right. I, I think for me, I was just, for one, obviously excited, but two, I wanted to know how the fuck they got from like a cabin in Tennessee to like an apartment high rise. I didn't know it was L.A at the time, but how they got all the way over there. Mm-hmm. And three, I saw kids in the trailer, so I was like, y'all better kill some of these fucking kids. I'm going <laughs> tight, I tell you. <laughs> Those are my thoughts going <laughs> Um, Same. Again, huge Evil Dead fan. Uh, like you, Tyrone, like, expectations, you know, for this movie was just like, it was there, but also, like, 2013, man, it left, you know, a nice place a soft spot in my heart <laughs> that movie was everything i wanted because it was so different from what we got previously and it was like we got something fresh but something familiar um yes. like we talked about on our episode like i was so obsessed with that movie i even got the soundtrack and stuff because it was that good to me um so with this one i was trying my best not to um expect too much just because i didn't want to be disappointed so I was like, yeah, I'm excited because it's another Evil Dead film. Um, but I am uh, going in with, like, all right, this can be the worst. This can suck. And I can be disappointed. Um, and it wasn't that. I mean, I did come out kind of like, as you know, Tyrone, just like, hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, after letting it sit a little bit, I, I, I will say I enjoyed the film. But, um, I mean, and we'll get there. But also, you like you, Mike, I was like, all right, this is in a new environment. We're in apartments now. 
where you know this movie now center around a family um and then we all we all know that the mother is going to be possessed so i was curious to see how that was going to be um how she's going to handle fucking up her family or even the other tenants in the apartment so i wanted to, i wanted to know how that was going to play into it and i was also wondering like maybe is this going to be connected to any of the previous films but i don't think it is maybe it is i don't know but also it's another type of book you know, like how this book is filmed. I feel like there's a whole different lore now with this one. So I'm like, okay. That leads me to believe they're connected only because they're mentioning there's other volume. Uh, I know the director mentioned like in Army of Darkness when Ash went to go get the book that there were three of them there. So I think he kind of just took that and ran with it and was like, okay, well, I can make another mm. book because it looked different. Yeah. And even the Deadites looked different in this to me. Like, they did different shit than in the other movies. So I was almost wondering, is like they're, are there different subsets of Deadites? Right. Mm. I agree. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe that whole situation where they found the book, maybe it's, you know, I don't know, maybe Ash is somehow involved in that. Maybe it's not. Maybe he's the actual priest. That's doing all. I don't know. That's a, a bit much. I don't think Ash would ever do that. But, um, yeah, I, I think there is multiple books, and I, like you said, the Deadites they all they do look different. But we'll get there because I have, you know, a lot to say about that as well. Because <laughs> I wasn't too happy in how some of these guys look, except for Ellie. Mm, right, um, right. Yeah, I'm used to a different type of Deadite. Um, one thing I would like to discuss, though, is that this film is led by women and also have a um, female Deadite being the main, um, like the main villain. Also, we have another final girl. Um, we didn't really have that in Evil Dead films. With 2013, we did. Um, and they pulled that twist with us, with Mia. You know, like we mm. all thought Mia was going to be, she was a goner. Uh, and then she came back and then she ended up being a final girl. And this one, we have um, the mother who is actually... Actually, let me start talking about this cast. I'm so, so sorry. I'm all over the place. So this movie was directed by Lee Cronin and also written by Lee Cronin. And we also have the mother, who's um, Ellie, who's played by Alyssa uh, Sutherland, who did an amazing job. Like, I yeah. loved her in this movie. <laughs> like, I think she this was her movie. Like, I said this in my review. I think this was her movie. Um, yes. uh, Gabe, uh, Gabrielle... Um, Eccles, who plays Bridget, Nell Fisher, who plays Cassie, and um, Morgan Davies, who plays Danny, who I believe is also um, our first transgender person that's playing, you know, in an Evil Dead movie, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Which is great. We love to see yes. it. Some representation in our movies here. But yes. So again, I mentioned the the lead. So we have Beth and Ellie, who are sisters, and obviously Ellie um, is a single mother who's raising three children. And her sister Beth comes to visit her. She has her own life going on. She comes to visit her, and when she comes to visit her, all the stuff starts to happen with Danny finding the book and bringing this shit up into the apartment and just fucking shit up because there's always that one person that got to mess everything up and just. <laughs> it's always that one person to blame, you know, and it's just like Danny, you find his book in a strange place and you 
Oh my gosh. Like, this is why I, like, I suck my teeth at this moment. Going through the book and then playing the records. And I understand inspiring DJ, whatever he wants to be. But, like, my guy, like, clearly stuff is going on in this record that you shouldn't be listening to. And then you re- you're going through this book. And I'm just like, have you not watched a horror movie, like, ever? Like, ever. No, nah, I would have I would have had to shatter it. <laughs> like, she was just letting it play. I would have had to shatter it right then and there. Mm-mm. Right then and there. Mm-mm. The only thing I could think was that, okay, they were being kicked out of their building, so they needed money. So maybe he thought, okay, this used to be a bank. Under, mm-hmm. Or there used to be one underneath here, so maybe there's something we could sell. That little aspect, I thought, but then all the shit you see in there, I'm like, this. Actually, he probably thought that could have been money. If he, if there's some like religious aspect to it, like because there was a bunch of crucifix shit hanging above it, right? Maybe it could have been worse. He could have sold it to a like a, a museum, museum, some yeah. shit. But the moment I saw teeth, it would have been a wrap for me. Teeth on the book. Because that's what was keeping it closed, right? That's how it was. So, (laughs) like, I just, I can't. In this movie, the time period, was it set in, like, today's times? Like, is it, like, present day? It had to be. Yeah, I was thinking it it was set in today's time. Okay. FaceTime. They did a FaceTime. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, because that motherfucker had uh, a drone. A drone. Oh, yeah, you're right. In the beginning. (laughs) In the beginning. (sighs) Speaking of that, um, that beginning... So this movie starts off, it's kind of similar to 2013 because it starts off in a whole different uh, situation. We're not immediately going to the family in the apartment. Um, we're with these people at this like lake cabin or something like this. Like, And they're there. And the moment I seen that girl with the braid on the side and she's like playing with it, I'm just like, yeah, girl, you about to get scalped. And I already know it was you <laughs> because from that trailer. <laughs> And she was just making it like it was just so obvious, like what was going to happen because it was like, are right, you going to be the girl that's going to be scalped? Um, and she's trying to wake up her friend. Her friend's not feeling well. Her friend get her together, scalp her, which was um, crazy. We all knew that was going to happen, but just seeing it play out on the screen was just like, ah. Um, I like. So, do you guys like the Evil Dead movies where we? just kind of get an introduction like a regular movie and then we build into some some horror or do you like a like in your face intro and then get into the movie like the last these two i don't mind this like honestly this was fine um because i don't i believe the first two movies and even army of darkness they didn't really do this evil um evil did 2013 kind of gave us like you know something going on and then we get into our characters after the whole credit <clears throat> so i don't mind this because it's kind of setting this up for something it's setting the tone for the film which i enjoy um so i didn't mind it it was pretty cool yeah 2013 i really enjoyed the intro um i really enjoyed the uh what they did with that you know especially because it it kind of caught me off guard like because i didn't know what to expect and then it kind of like sold me i got kind of set up in my seat once you know she's like i will i will you know rip your fucking soul out daddy or whatever i will rip your soul out daddy it was just (laughs) she was cursing him out after that (laughs) yeah that that shit was wild Mm -hmm. but um now as far as this one evil dead rise is concerned i was not feeling the intro i will not lie i was not feeling the intro you know it's like i feel like 
when you know they did the little you know the the zoom in that they do on the evil dead movies or whatever in the, in the swamp and then it's revealed that it's a drone and yeah. i just felt like ah oh, you that, know that pissed me what, off too yeah, yeah. i'm not <laughs> gonna like, lie what 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 are we doing it then yeah. um they kind of you know redid the the famous you know counting card scene but did it with the book you mm-hmm. know what she was reading and i felt like that scene it kind of would not kind of but it lacked tension for me like i feel like if it if it like i feel like it should have been raining it should have been you know like yes. silent you should be hearing it should be ambiance yeah. you know and then mm-hmm. some sort of build up especially with the with the sound that we have you know nowadays because and that was one of my minor minor problems with 2013 is when you know the the door bursts in and she's they kind of like do their own version of that scene Mm -hmm. and it's you hear voiceovers instead of her saying something you just hear voiceovers of the old movies and i was just like "Ah." but with this one i was just like with with that intro uh i i don't know i i had a even even and i know a lot of people go up for the title cards but I had a problem with the title. I'm like, it's Canva ass title cards. Here we go. Here we All right. Go. <laughs> All right. So Tyrone. All right. So when I first when I watched this with you at that part too, I that's another moment I sucked my teeth on too because I'm just like seriously. But after thinking about it, I thought it was pretty cool. Like as she's like levitating, and then you just see Evil Dead rise like behind her with the the trees and stuff. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. Like I like how they did that. But when I first seen it, I'm just like, really. And maybe, like everything you said, like going back to that whole um, tension when they were kind of trying to recreate the card scene and stuff, like, you're right. I'm a big um, person. um, I'm a big fan of atmosphere, I should say. And like you said, that's what I think the 2013 version uh, was so good to me because you hear the rain. You hear, like, it was very atmospheric and it was very, um, like, you just feel like you were there. So don't have a surround sound system because you're in the fucking movie at that point. But in this one right here, like, it was lacking that, like you mentioned. So I wasn't feeling it and I wasn't really scared. You know, everybody else was probably like, oh, and I'm just like, child like i know what's gonna happen like <laughs> it, it was it was lacking that tension so i totally get it but i didn't mind the title card after thinking about it i'm like you know what it's, it's okay it's fine and and then why did the deadite you know grab the uh grab the drone and you know it push push itself into the, yeah uh, like push me- itself into the water right. it was yeah and i know did it, it was a lot of choices it was and i know deadites usually um, they do a lot of self-mutilation, especially in the mm-hmm. earlier films. But, like, what was the point of this one, really? Like, because sometimes did I, they do self-mutilation just to just for the fuck the hell of it. But this one seemed like she was really trying to kill herself. Like, she was trying to sever her fucking head off. So, it was, again, choices, like you said. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, um, I agree. And... Actually, when we, they're doing the zoom in, because it felt immediately felt like a different movie when I was watching it, and I forgot it was by a different director at first. I was like, "This feels real different." I don't know how I feel about it. Um, it did lack tension for me. Um, again, like y'all said, it should have been a little more, uh, more of an, a, an atmosphere that created tension. The moment of her reading the book. Uh, with her back turned to her, I was like, oh, "Okay, it's like the card scene," but it's it's just 
I don't even think that should have been in the beginning of the movie. If they were going to do that, you could have did that first. Make later. the mother do it at some point or some yeah. shit. Um, you know what would have been cool? Like, she's playing with her daughter, and at this point, her, like, her daughter doesn't really, like, know she... Like, the youngest daughter. She doesn't know that she's, like, possessed. So she's playing, like, a card game or something with her and she's in the just her and her daughter playing by themselves and they recreate that scene but it's with a child this time that would have probably built some Ooh. like yeah and that would have been so much better like yeah. i love that you mentioned that because i'm just like when they gave it to us in the beginning i'm like i don't care about these characters right now mm-hmm. who are they right. i didn't see them in the trailer like, what's <laughs> right. going on why, why are we why are we here like we just jumping into this like mm-hmm. what's like the someone who if this is your first Evil Dead movie, like you're not even. I just feel like it's a weird place to put that scene. Yeah, it was a it, in the in the in the beginning. Choices. Agreed. I think the only thing I did like was her rising out of the water, and then like the music in the background as she yeah. was rising up. But yeah. like, even given that though, like I liked it, but we seen it in the trailer. And I was hoping something more from that scene because when do we ever really see like a deadite really levitating? Levitate, see, except for Cheryl oh, in the first yeah. one. But Never mind. that was, <laughs> I mean, they had they barely she did could diagonal do. levitate. Yeah, she was just like <laughs> so sideways. They can't, they couldn't keep her straight, um, <laughs> or just add new people. Like yeah. add add. I, I would have added a little bit more people and then maybe have the deadite. Maybe have everybody go into the water. And then as the deadite is rising up, they've got two heads. You know, mm. they're holding two heads, yes. severed heads, you know. That like, would be so dope. See? I wonder if they filmed this during, like, the actual pandemic, like, or shortly right after. Maybe they had to keep things, you know, contained and, you know, they couldn't really do too much just because of the pandemic and stuff. Because, I mean, it is that type that. of movie. Yeah, because this movie was supposed to come out last yeah. year. So they must have filmed this late 20s well probably early 2021 middle mid 2021 um and that, during that time it was still kind of crazy with the pandemic so maybe that was involved i don't know i'm curious to know what lee cronin was trying to do what he really wanted to do and he just couldn't get away with because of maybe money or maybe producers got in the way or maybe again covid restrict restrictions so hmm but yeah that opening was interesting um but we we do go back to that beginning at the end of the film somehow, so we'll we'll get there. But I did mention earlier that this film is led by um women. You know, we have our female Deadite who is Ellie, and then our main final girl who is Beth. How did you guys feel about Beth and Ellie's relationship? Did you feel that they were actual siblings, or did you just feel like all right, like? I could just tell that they're just forcing this and this is what it is. I bought it. Um, like I definitely even so I think what made me buy it was like like the little uh subtle things that you probably do with siblings, like little jabs here and there, but you're trying to be passive aggressive about it. You've probably been saying this shit for years. It wasn't like some mm-hmm. like yeah. big outburst for the majority of the movie when they would take shots at each other so i did buy it i bought Mm -hmm. it yeah i think it it was serviceable for me like their relationship was serviceable i think that i again i think we were spoiled with 2013 you know with how they did with the sibling relationship Mm -hmm. between you know me and her brother you know but i feel like this this one was serviceable 
you know i i was like okay you know she i i felt like she was more believable as in uh as an aunt you know yeah. than than she was as the as a sister yeah i agree i agree with that um well, Alyssa Sutherland is, you know, um, pretty much um, taking this uh, <laughs> horror, this new horror icon uh, thing seriously on Twitter. Um, I think, Mike, you put that uh, she goes by Maggot Mama yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I love that. And you know what? I can tell that she's really happy with this role. Like, I never seen her in anything else. So I now want to go back and check out, like, her previous work. Um, Just because I really in- did enjoy her in this. Um, And I also read that she <laughs> uh, pretty much watched The Mask and looked at Jim Carrey's character for inspiration for this character, which was interesting. Because mm. um, I was trying to see that when watching the film. Because, you know... The mask, um, Jim Carrey's character, like he was obviously goofy and chaotic and very mischievous. Um, so I was trying to see this in Ellie as a deadite, and I think maybe it's more in the facial expressions than anything else. Yeah. Um, I definitely see it. facial expressions. Yeah, there is one scene when she, I guess, first comes back. And they all back up out the room, but mm. they're like showing the like the door frame, and then her head pops out real quick, and she looks yeah. to the side. <laughs> yeah, that actually kind of creeped me out a little bit. That reminded me of like maybe of a Jim Carrey look. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> but I love that she's embracing her new role and going by Maggot Mama. Um, again, this was her movie to me. I think she did uh, an amazing job. She she said she was the savior of this movie for me. Like I love, you know, the movie wasn't. The, I, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts, people. But she was Alyssa Sutherland. She did her thing. Yeah. A A plus. A plus. Yes. I was a little worried again because you know when we see these deadites, especially if you're going to be the main deadite against, you're going up against Cheryl, um, Mia, Henrietta. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I wanted to see how hers was going to be, and she did like. We all agree here. She held up. She held up. Mm-hmm. She held up. She's welcome openly. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so also, this movie is an apartment, as we all stated and we talked about before. Does the new environment add or take away from the horror for you guys? Because for me, it obviously added because right away, I forgot to mention this earlier, but right away, I thought about the movie Demons, Dario Argento's Demons 2, I meant to say. And Demons 2 was the first movie I seen with demons being in an apartment building fucking shit up. And that was kind of also my expectations for this film, too, because I'm like, all right, that movie, balls to the wall, crazy. You know what I mean? So I wonder, this is almost the same concept, so I wonder wonder if they're going to do something similar or, you know, something just as close. Um, but for you guys, did it add or take anything away? Like, how did you guys feel about the, you know, Necronomicon and demons being unleashed inside this apartment? Uh, well, I, I felt like the the introduction, as far as like you know them having the earthquake, you know, I felt like okay, we're in California. Like, I've earthquakes happen all the time. Like, I've I've experienced earthquakes out there, but it was just it was very strange and kind of like unbelievable that the kid would climb down like that that hole in the in the garage or whatever and i was like okay and then 
for there to be a bank down there and then just yeah. to find the like it was just i don't know it just was like it 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 didn't feel like an evil dead movie at that moment for me it felt like you know uh something out of lovecraft Country. You know, <laughs> it like did one of, one, of, one of the episodes where they doing an adventure or something like that right um, you know so i you know and then when you know as far as the the uh the actual apartment you know i think the claustrophobia of it you know that aspect definitely yes. helped but i i do feel like they could have done a little bit more as far as like there being an earthquake and it being this being an evil dead film because you know you got stuff like aftershock where you could literally have something fall on a demon, you know, and just have like a, a movie moment right they there. They could have used that. Yeah, yeah. That would have been smart. <laughs> uh, I was a little disappointed because I too was thinking of demons too. And at a certain point I was like, hold up, they not leaving the floor of this fucking apartment, a building. Mm-hmm. And um, they just, for majority of it, they're in one apartment, which I guess, was the selling point of it like they're trapped in here but i kind of missed the if, if when i hear high rise i'm thinking it's going to be full of people getting fucked up same and i felt like we got that de- we got a lot of deadites but only a few actually were doing shit right um like the ones out in the hallway are like what the, y'all just chanting shit and not doing nothing yeah <laughs> and it's just seemed like the fam- the family uh deadites were the ones doing shit um, I don't know. Me personally, I think 2013 did a better job of creating uh, tension and feeling a little more horrific uh, while watching it. Yeah. This one, I felt like it was more of just a fun horror movie. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, again, for me, it got atmospheric once we did get into the apartment just because, like, I did feel the claustrophobia. Um because things get crazy when you're in a room. Like, I can't... All right, I'll say this in my review as well, where at least in the cabin, you got different rooms, and you got the woods. Even I wouldn't recommend going out there. You still have the outdoors. There's still space to run around, even though it's not a good idea. And this one, you literally just got your apartment, and you literally just got the hallways. And you can't even get out those hallways. (laughs) So it's just like, what are you going to do? And you're too high up. So you can't jump out the window. You can't get through the fire escape because that's all fucked up. So there's there's nowhere to go. So I like that they did that. And I also like the tone of the film. Like it has like this blue, like hue color. So it makes it feel kind of like much cooler, which I enjoy. Like I... I don't look at shit like that. So that was a plus for me. So I did enjoy the atmosphere when we were in this building, but I just didn't, like you mentioned before, Mike, <laughs> you have all these deadites and they're not doing shit. And I'm just like, guys, like, yeah, y'all chanting and y'all scary, but like, I need y'all to be attacking other people in these apartments. I need to see y'all pulling people out their doors. Like I need y'all like going up to the next floor, climbing through windows. Like I need y'all to be, but that's, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm like, we should have had, we should have had a dead eye climbing, you know, the scale in the building yes. out the outside of the building, yes. you know, because uh, I like, I don't know if you, you guys have ever seen the movie, uh, the raid, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, and it's like, I thought that's kind of what I thought this movie was going to be. I thought they were going to be going from floor to floor to floor, that would have been navigating mm-hmm. through these Candarian demons, you right? Know? That would have been crazy. 
that would have been wild. Miss opportunity there. That's why I was so excited. But it's just like how many people do actually live in this building? And then the fast forward, that girl obviously that was possessed in the first act, she lives in this building. So you don't hear none of this shit going on. Like I feel like you would hear stuff going on no matter what floor you on because it was so much commotion going on on that floor. Yes. And you're just going on like, yeah, I'm going on vacation, guys. Like, I'll see you there. Like, going and just like, no. Maybe she was asleep. That would wake you up. Like, no. She, <laughs> it was so much happening. She in a hood-ass sky right. in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> and she don't hear nothing. All this all people people in the hallway. Screaming. And she, like. <laughs> and then she woke up. You know, well, she, she got, she was leaving her apartment. And there wasn't nobody in the hallway. I'm like, where's all the. Where's all the bodies in the hallway? You know, for for her yeah. floor at least. And I'm thinking, like, was she on a different floor? I just, I don't. She had to be on a different floor, but even if she was on a different floor. I still feel like you would hear something. Yeah, like you would hear all that. And then where were the other people who were in the building? Because I right. think it was, but they were asleep just like her. There was so. a lot of cars down there, so it wasn't just them. They were asleep um, just like her, because apparently they didn't. And that her. elevator was full of blood going up and down all night. Right, like what's and I'm sure in that big ass like building, I'm sure somebody wanted to tr- like try to use the elevator at least once. And like it was just so many things going on and so many missed opportunities that they could have done. Like you mentioned, like I wanted to see people getting dragged out their apartments. I wanted to just see like a just a a rampage of, you know, just deadites just going in, just going in. And it don't have to be in Demons 2 style. But if again, like we mentioned, if you're gonna have this set in the apartment building, you need to get these tenants, like, fucked up. You need to get mm-hmm. them, you need to possess these motherfuckers, and you need to have them doing some, like, crazy, extraordinary shit. I need to see them climbing, like you said, climbing on the walls, outside, through windows. Like, I just need to see yeah. <laughs> just just crazy stuff. I guess the because if they're climbing out, I guess the point is they would be escaping and going out into the rest of the world if they outside climbing on shit. Mm. Um, which I'd be fine. I would want to see that too, but uh, yeah, it was Evil missed opportunities. World. And like you said, it didn't need to be like demons, but I think they could have probably, it's, it's the kids. The fact that she had three damn kids, they could have did like from dusk till dawn, everybody wep- get some weapons and we going <laughs> to like Tyrone saying, we're going to try to get the fuck up out of here instead of holding exactly. up in this apartment the whole time. Well, speaking of kids, let's talk about them. <laughs> so we have Bridget, we have um Cassie, and we have Danny. So how did you guys feel about these siblings? Because you know they, I, at first I believed, you know their sibling dynamic, but then after a while I'm just like, I don't know if I do. And it's like I wanted to like Bridget, but it was something about her that I just wasn't feeling until she turned into a deadite. And even when she was a deadite, I was just like. I don't know. It was something missing. And then with Danny, he was getting on my nerves. And the only person I liked was really Cassie. Like I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was adorable. I was just imagining being in that situation if I did open that damn door and when somebody right. in my family was also in there, you know right. how fast I would have been cussed out for <laughs> Yo, I'm, right. I'm like, and you not getting your ass whooped by anybody right now? <laughs> anybody? They were too, they were not scared enough yes. for them to be making the decisions they were making. You leaving yes. siblings in other rooms. 
uh, Beth going to listen to the fucking uh, vinyl with the headphones on. I'm like, girl, there are demons here. Why do you have the headphones on? You can't hear shit. And you left them all in the living room? All right, so that moment was pretty good, though, because I like when she was listening to it, and then you see Ellie come from the vent and then, like, just crawl down. I was like, that part was a little tense. I was like, okay, we don't know what's going to happen here. But, yeah, you're right. Like, that was my biggest problem with the movie. Like, I didn't believe when these characters were getting attacked that they were um, feeling it. Like, even uh, Beth... Like, when she got stabbed in the hand, like, her reaction wasn't there for me. Like, maybe, again, I'm just... Maybe shock or some shit. But it's not even that. Like, when Mia was getting fucked up in 2013, and I don't want to do comparisons, but you're getting hurt. You're getting fucked up. Yes. I need to see some screams. Like, I need, I want to feel the pain with you. And I didn't feel that. It's just like she got stabbed, and it was just like, ah! It was, it was lack you know of... What? Now that you say that, I don't really remember a lot of screaming from them this whole time. It wasn't. It was just like a lack of, I don't even know what you would call it. Like, every time they would get hurt or beat the fuck up, it was no scared reaction, really. It was just, it was missing that for me. And I wasn't, and that's what, it took me out of it a little bit. Even with Bridget, when she was getting the tattoo gun thing, like, I wasn't feeling it a little bit. the only thing I could think is they were wanting them to just show it facially and not really. Because I guess some people don't have strong reactions in situations like that. Mm. That's my That could be my only thought. And because I nobody's screaming. Little girl's quiet, which I guess is smart. Be quiet so nobody knows where the fuck you at. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridget and what was the other one's name? Danny. Danny. Mm-hmm. I, they were all right. I just wanted more... I'm glad they died, and not in a sense like uh, they were bad in the movie. I just I needed kids to die, and that's also why I kind of curved my expectation in this because I didn't know how much damage they were going to be able to do. Like the protagonist with just a bu- her and a bunch of kids, I didn't really expect that much in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did you feel about Siron? Yeah, I think they could have been a little bit more, a little bit more ruthless. I feel like. With uh, with Danny, when they when he got stabbed oh, in yeah. the uh, in the arm, um, I feel like I don't know, and it could just be me. I saw that the arm was not his. I I felt like it was not his real arm. Yeah. Like that that's 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 a bad shot. Yeah. Like fire somebody, Wait. somebody getting fired. <laughs> you know, because, like Demon uh, Knight when uh her arm <laughs> when she was running away. With- oh, with the. <laughs> <laughs> When the demon was bobbling away with um, yeah. the arm. It looked like an arm you could just take off real quick. Yeah. Because I'm like, that is not his arm. Why are, y'all, why are y'all trying to play me right now? You know? And then, uh, you know, Bridget, who gave an amazing performance with uh, when she was start when she started swallowing a glass. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm digging. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. But she was fucking that glass up. I, I was like, okay. You hungry. Her makeup, though. Like. Like, I, and again, I feel like, you know, watching the behind the scenes of, of 2013's Evil Dead Rise and how they focus so much on prosthetics and stuff like that, I feel like maybe HBO or whoever, you know, was not, they didn't invest that much in the prosthetics part. That was my big problem right there too, Tyrone. Evil Dead 1 to Army of Dark, even Army of Darkness, 2013, when people became deadites, 
their their whole face transformed. They're not recognizable. They're barely recognizable. 2013, you know, they're still recognizable, but you could definitely tell that there was some heavy prosthetics there. You know what I mean? You see, like, their flesh rotten, maybe stuff going on. Like, even Natalie in 2013, she had the nails. Like, she looked cool. Olivia had, yes. like, they all had specific looks. Olivia had the mouth slit open. Like, her whole thing was gone. So, and Mia, like, she was, like, you know, all fucked up with the burns and the boils and stuff. They all had their specific looks, even in part one and two. Like, part one and two, they were monsters. Like, their whole mouths changed. And and this one, it literally looked like they just threw on some contacts and went to Spirit Halloween and got some makeup and just said, here you go. Do your thing. Like, I was so over it. I'm just like, all right, are they going to go through changes as demons? Like, this is stage one. Maybe stage two is going to be something different. They're going to grow into something. And no, the only person that they gave all that to was Ellie. Like, you've seen she had more of a transformation more than anybody. So that was my biggest problem, too. I'm like, come on, y'all. Like, <laughs> Could part of it be that since they were a family, they wanted them to still look like them so the other characters could be like... Fuck that. Freak- no. Be- <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. We know who they are. We spent time with them. Transform those motherfuckers. We want to see them turn into monsters. Like, we don't care about that anymore. They're gone. Transform but, but, them. That is why yeah, I was wondering I kept- if these the different books make different deadites because they're like these ones look different she's climbing on walls and shit which i don't remember maybe it happened but i don't remember them being able to climb on the ceilings and shit Mm. oh wait no she was levitating yeah whatever but i was just like there's certain things and they were slivering slithering and shit off of counters out of the tub it wasn't the movements were just different too i don't know they were it's a different director so maybe he just had a different way of wanting it to look yeah, I don't want to completely take away. Like, there was some cool moments when Bridget was possessed by, well, when she was a deadite. And when we thought she was dead and she had that sheet over her and the way she was, like, floating and levitating across to get away after Danny. Like, that was pretty cool to me. I'm like, all right, I liked it. That was pretty scary. So there were some different things. But their looks, man, I just wasn't feeling it. And maybe they were just waiting to uh they were just waiting until we see what we were going to get at the end when they all kind of like came together and became. And Mike, I thought about you because I thought about the thing a little bit when they were yeah. <laughs> kind of together. But I could barely make out what I was seeing. That was I literally could yeah, only see hands either. in the elevator. Yeah. And that, when it got to the parking lot, I was like, I can't make that much out. I know it's a creature. But did we see it as a whole? Now I think about it. Like, did we see them as a whole combined together like that? Or did we just see close-up shots of their faces? Like, it looked like they're together, but we didn't see, like, a whole presentation of them combined together as this creature. I don't recall. See, well, here's the problem. If I were amazed, I would remember that, which I feel bad saying. But I wasn't. I think we got glimpses of, like, the top half, maybe, at pretty much the whole time. Because right. I only remember seeing arms in their faces, and maybe they were connected some way. But it wasn't like a full creature. Maybe on top of that machinery where they killed it, mm. maybe we got to see a glimpse. I don't know. I mean, I, it was barely. Yeah. Barely. At, hmm. well, and, you know, I don't want to compare, but I remember thinking at the tail end of it, like, I kind of like the abomination better than this one. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And... The thing is, they could have done so many cool things with this version, with this creature here. But again, I think it was just a lack of showing. 
And I don't mind even if you don't show as much, but it's also how you present it. And to me, it just seemed like it was, I don't know, it was rushed. Because we, if you think about it, the Abomination, we really didn't have that much time with. The Abomination came out the ground, went after Mia, came back out, got his legs chopped off, died. We probably only got like five minutes of the Abomination. So with this one, probably the same amount of time, but the Abomination did so much more where this one here, I'm just like, okay. Like, how how are we exactly supposed to be scared of this? They fuse together like they're fucking Dragon Ball Z characters. So, so, <laughs> so now... We get to see it get up and chase them. Or right. Like, it, I, I want to see it. And again, maybe it's lack of budget. Maybe they didn't really have the money to do it. So... I don't know. Maybe they should have done something else. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I just feel like the the ball was dropped in that aspect because I feel like they were like, we have to have, you know, something for the climax, something, you know, to that'll have people talking, that'll have people, you know, being like a memorable moment. But I feel like, you know, we're in the age of well, we passed the age of wreck, you mm-hmm. know, where you're in a, an apartment building and you just saw that that uh thing or you know even something like barbarian and mm-hmm. you know you're walking around in the dark and then you have something uh even like resident evil 7 or 8 where you know you're just walking around in the dark and hiding from this person and they're talking shit to you the whole time right. in this creepy ass voice and i feel like this movie they could have easily done something with the mom to where like the kids are hiding and you know the mom is walking around the house dead-eyed mom you know just just talking all this shit like oh mommy mommy's here you mm-hmm. know but it's i just i felt like that would have been much more memorable for me than and more, much more quotable than you know the uh the the world war z <laughs> uh, this, uh zombie right <laughs> dead-eyed fest that we got you know at the end so yeah you mentioned you mentioned it Tyrone, about like maybe the mom kind of like you know changing and playing them and stuff so in evil dead one and two the deadites can go right back to being human like they can trick you that way like nothing on their face they look like their regular regular selves and then all of a sudden they turn back and that's how they get you mm-hmm. that scene with uh Cassie being at the door and if her mom would have reverted back to her regular look that scene would have worked so much more because her mom looked normal but for her to be all open up now, like looking all crazy, I'm just like, no, like I don't understand how she fell for that. So maybe if she would have reverted back to her regular self, then that scene probably would have worked. And it would have been more effective also in the rest of the movie because they could keep doing it throughout the movie, even fuck with Beth a little bit. So I also want to know how does, I mentioned earlier about um, how do these people get possessed? So. Do we know if there's an actual rule or any way how these people get possessed? I do know that if you're harmed by one of them, that's like an opening for them to get inside of you. But in most cases, sometimes you don't even have to be touched. They, you just, yeah, I don't know. You're just, you just become they one. Just do whatever they. Yeah, yeah. I think some somebody changed from getting stabbed with a pencil. Yeah, like how did Linda change from getting stabbed with a pencil? Like I understand if it was like flesh on flesh like maybe a fingernail and dna getting in you whatever the case may be but a pencil in the leg okay sure with Mm -hmm. bridget in this movie it was the tattoo gun thing right Mm -hmm. or what did she actually put her tongue in her mouth because it was the point where she 
her tongue, she was like, I don't remember what the fuck she, the mother said, but her tongue came out and it was long and she went down and then we cut to a different scene, like somewhere else in the apartment. And that was another thing. I'm like, they could have did a little bit more with her tongue. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, her tongue was a little bit short for a, for a deadite for me, for just, just from what I've seen like previously in other movies. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like the first person, it just, it's just going to be a possession. And then everybody else seems to need to be getting hurt in some way. You have to be hurt by a deadite in order to become one. I would have loved to see Cassie be uh, a deadite. That would have yes, been cool. That would have been crazy. We haven't seen a little kid. We saw like a teenage girl, maybe. Remember in Demons 2? That yes. little kid was put. That, that's what I'm saying. They didn't give a fuck. They possessed a little ass kid, a little ass boy. <laughs> he was fucking shit up. So they could have done something similar like that with Cassie. Like, I feel like all the kids should have been possessed in there. Like, she they shouldn't should've. have survived. There were moments I thought that I feel like there were like moments where the music would stop and it got real quiet. And I was like, oh, this bitch is about to turn too. And then mm-hmm. they did, nothing happened, especially the end after Beth killed the uh, conjoined one. Mm-hmm. And then her and the little girl are hugging. And then you just see the back of the girl's head and it gets real quiet for like 10 seconds. I'm like, oh, she's about to turn too. That would have been great if that happen. happened. They should have did that. Maybe that's going to be like a deleted scene or alternate version or something. Speaking of music, I was telling Cyber on this. There's a lot of um, moments in this movie where the music sounds like Hellraiser. Like, if you... <laughs> again, I got an ear for... You again. Do. So, when I was hearing this, the whole time I'm in the theater, like, this literally sounds like the theme song for Hellraiser. I don't know what <laughs> instrument they're using, but that's what it sounds like. <laughs> so, it reminded me that and maybe, I don't know, maybe that was like a you know, that was done on purpose just because maybe Lee Cronin was a fan of that movie, but to me, that's mm. what it sounds like. But Maybe he should have made Hellraiser. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was... Oh, well. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, let me... Yeah, let me... Yeah, let me... Let me Tell us how you really feel, Tyrone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Oh, gosh. Um, so I, it is Danny's fault, but I would just like to say he at some point did smarten up, but it was too late at that point. I do like that he didn't like go in reading. He kind of was just like, as soon as he started, the chant started, he was like, oh, fuck that. And tried, <laughs> he tried to yeah. turn it off, but it was too late. Right. Um, I felt like I didn't understand the whole wait till the morning to get rid of the book. I would have been like, just throw it out the window. The window is open, which mm. somebody else could pick it up and read it or whatever, but it's sure. not in here at least. Get rid of it. Um, mm-hmm. He was so, somewhat redeemable. I don't remember, <clears throat> but there is obviously this guy. I don't know who. He, I don't know if he was like a priest or whatever. When he was playing back the records, and he was saying some things. Um, it was kind of like the uh, Professor Nobi version of this film, where Professor Nobi in the first two movies he kind of was like saying the words and stuff like that. In this version, we get somebody else so i'm trying to remember so it wasn't the book that brought him it was the actual record that brought him back right so that's where so that's when we go back to evil dead one and two because that's the the actual tapes brought them back not reading the book where in 2013 it was just the book itself when you just Mm -hmm. you know said the words so I'm curious to know about these ne- the ne- the Necronomicons or whatever you want to call these three books. I want to know more about them. 
I want to know what is the different versions, the different type of demons, why we have an abomination in one of them, why we have, yes, you know, like what are what is it about these three books? Like how how is it made? Who made these books? How did it get here? I just want to know so much more about this. So hopefully, if we do get another movie, um, a lot of people's hoping that Mia and Ash is going to come back together in a film. And I don't know. I've been seeing Jane Levy in some pictures. Like, she was with the cast recently. She was with um, mm-hmm. Alyssa Sutherland and the actress who plays Beth. Um, she took a picture with them. So, I don't know. She's supporting the films, and she's kind of showing her face. She's tweeting about her opinions on movies and stuff. So, I'm curious to know if this talks with her coming back. And then also with Bruce Campbell, even though he said he wasn't going to come back for Ash, um, so I heard that he said something about Sam Raimi talk, tell him to get back inside the gym so he can prepare. <laughs> so I don't know. There might be a, a cross universe mm-hmm. with these movies here. And maybe we'll get the three books and the whole, the I whole shebang should be. Cause they said, well, at least this movie set it up. Like it's all connected. Like, so now I'm wondering, okay, the abomination was the taker of souls. So like that had one purpose. What the fuck was the purpose of this thing in the end of this movie? <laughs> like, what was the name for it? I don't know. Maybe they mentioned it in the vinyl part, but I didn't. I don't remember hearing that. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, after we watch Evil Dead One now, because I'm thinking, or Part Two, because what exactly was the role of uh, Henrietta in the um, tree, whatever? Well, I mean, Henrietta was just a regular dead eye. It just, um, I think, the true demon was that the true demon was that big ass tree demon that burst through the fucking door and was grabbing ash and stuff like that i don't know what that demon was about (laughs) it was really weird (laughs) um but i am curious about that too because they make me want to go back and rewatch because i didn't really pay attention to that now that i think about it think about it if we have three books let's say it's leading up to some big battle so you have ash uh, Mia and Beth, maybe Cassie at that point. So <laughs> kind of like three of them versus the three entities from the three books, and somehow that's going to be a thing. I need I need more information. Like I got to look up interviews and shit yeah. to see uh, what they were trying to do. Right. Um, you mentioned them three. How do you guys feel about Beth as a final girl in this one? Because I was trying to feel it, y'all. I was trying, but I just couldn't. And look, I'm going to just say this. She did a great job. Anybody that can do an Evil Dead film and have to uh, show all different types of emotion, going through the amounts of blood that they used in this uh, movie here, which I think they used, like, how much? Like, 1,700 gallons of blood or something like that. So that's a lot of blood. I think they used more in... um, 2013 though because that shit was mm-hmm. literally like raining blood but how do you guys feel about beth because even though i think she did a good job in her role but as a final girl i feel like she could have done more and i don't want to be a tech for y'all listening to this because I, I there's probably some beth fans out there but being given what ash been through and what mia been through beth has some shoes to fill. If you're going to make this person a final girl or whatever, you have to make them go through some shit. And she went through some shit, but was 
I don't know. Like, did she serve? Like, did she earn her place as the final girl in the evil did world? How did you guys feel? <laughs> I, I feel like it was it was on the level of like uh welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, you know, that's that's, that's the level that she was giving me as far as her final girl. Like I she was serviceable, but again, when I walk away from an Evil Dead film, like I wanted to be Ash, you know. Like I when I walked away from Evil Dead, you know, the the 2013 I was like, yo, me is fucking badass. Like, let me buy some merch, you mm-hmm. know, whatever merch is dropping or whatever. But with Beth, you know, she come get some, you know. That was so just... cheesy. I hated that line so <laughs> much. I'm like, why is this now, allowed? Right? So Bruce Campbell can say cheesy lines, but she can. All right. But it was how it was presented. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like those movies knew what it wanted to be. And they yes. added to it. Even with Mia, when she was like, go back to hell, bitch. Like, that felt natural to me. Yeah. Yeah. This one come get some. Like, no, like I no, your character was not given that attitude the whole movie. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I didn't believe it. <laughs> I did not believe it. I'm gonna chalk this up to that's the what she was what was written and she wasn't well, given yeah. that much to do. <laughs> <laughs> I I I saw the potential. Mm-hmm. Um now she would have been a perfect fine girl. She just let that little girl die in there and ran away anyway. I would have loved that. <laughs> but um, I think she did good for what she. I'm trying. I'm, I'm not bringing up Lori Strode because you just said what did she do, and I'm not going to bring her up. <laughs> this because because you know this would easily turn. Was... Lori had nothing to do with this. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. I'm saying so. What did disappoint me is like they introduced weapons like the shotgun. Right, but we don't get no like badass moment with the shock. I mean, she like hits him in the head and shit with the, the weapon. Uh, I feel, uh, yeah, it's just it wasn't until they got to the parking lot where I kind of felt it. But again, if they did what you were talking about earlier and it was more like a floor by floor and they're having to fight their way through, it would have been more believable at that point. Mm-hmm. Because at this, she's like ready, but I, I don't know, I don't know. And I also, I wonder if they were trying to mirror like the uh, Ripley Newt little relationship because mm, they were reminding me of that towards the end of this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree with the shotgun. Yeah. The shotgun was uh was very underutilized. Uh, I did like when she she did pull it out and shoot the mom, you know, and yes. she shot her limbs off, you know, which led to i mean the callback but even before they started chanting like that whole scene where she's looking she's looking up and then the kids both of her kids are on either side and i would have i would have thought like you didn't have to fuse the motherfuckers together it would have been terrifying enough just to see a deadite mom and her children Mm -hmm. coming out exactly exactly all of them there were like seven six seven eight of them in the hallway have them chase after them into the elevator. And then I was like, you tell me this elevator's been here this whole fucking time. All they had to do was move these keys. <laughs> All right. So the whole chanting part, I got really excited about because callback to Hello, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, when they're all like yelling Dead by Dawn. I was like, yes. Also, another awesome callback is the eyeball when Ellie spits the eyeball into um, the bull's mouth. Yes. I was like, gross, but Evil Dead 2. Like, I was living for that so i love the you know the the omas there to uh 
Evil Dead, so I feel like it was great. Um, but yeah, I feel like it would definitely would have been scarier if they weren't fused together and if they were just like side by side, just you know, fucking shit up. And then also the elevator, where did all that blood come from? What was the point of that? I mean, I think they were trying to do like a callback to, to the original. Yeah, but uh-huh. like. Again, they're you gotta make it make sense. Make it make sense. Cause at least the originals knew what they were. Like it was silly. It was just out of fucking no like it is what it is. These demons are fuck and the thing is, especially in Evil Dead 2, the whole point of that was the demons was fucking with Ash's head. None of that was really real. They were just playing with him. That's why it was silly. And this one is not that type of movie. So mm-hmm. what was the point of all that blood? It's not like they kill all these people and that's like the blood gathered that was coming down and filled up the elevator they didn't kill enough people to develop that much blood inside the fucking elevator like it was just a lot of things no. that didn't make sense to it me it was to make them it was to make her look bloody so it looked cooler when she killed yeah. the thing in the end which yeah. i would have preferred if she got the chainsaw earlier like on their way out the hallway and she was just hacking at some of the uh deadites in the hallway to get to the elevator which would explain her being a little bloody. Especially versus... hacking up her like niece and nephew. Like you're killing your own family. So imagine she had to kill her own family like one by one. That would have added a little bit more emotion to it because you're I have to heck up my family member. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, I understand that like I gotta get to my sister. That's the last one, but you killing these kids that are possessed by demons. So I feel like that along with what you were saying, hacking up the people that's inside the hall, you know, out in the hallway. Especially one of them was fine. I forgot which one of them it was. I forgot his name. But I already know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. But uh-huh. yeah. And you agree. You just don't want to show it on here. Like you always do this. <laughs> Tyrone mentioned something about uh, Resident Evil. When you said that, I thought Beth actually look-wise could be a Jill Valentine. Yeah, she could. Yeah, but she got to get her acting together before. And yeah, again. Well, well they needed they acting together too. All, all these residents. They did. <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard for them to just stick to the game, find some good actors. I don't know why that is so hard. And I don't want to say she was a horrible actor, but like, no, again, she it just, like, because she did good, but. Like when I watch a horror film, like even some of the like low budget horror movies you watch from the eighties, they're they act scared and terrified, and you believe it. Even old girl running down the steps in Friday Thirteenth Part Three, Shelly, somebody help! Like she was even a little believable, but it worked. You know what? It worked. So I just, yeah, I have to see this movie again. I like Beth, but it was just it wasn't just her. It was again. Like we mentioned, it was the other characters too. It just was hard for me to believe that anything was happening to them because it just wasn't there for me. Um, but that elevator scene, going back to that too, I felt like it was stupid. Yeah, Mike, it, I do agree. I felt like that was meant for her to be bloody and to, you know, look like a badass towards the end of the movie. But I mean, at least 2013 made it make sense because they even said it in the beginning of the movie, it will rain blood. It rained blood on Mia. That's while she was fucking bloody right. and, and it's just a crazy fucking thing it's raining blood outside mm-hmm. like that's nuts you know what the violence in i'm mad about this fucking cheese grater scene by the way that too Facts. that Facts. i said this in my yeah. review i was trying to keep it cute because i don't want to spoil it for anybody <laughs> but yes the cheese grater yes fuck them up but if we all know in the evil dead movie when did i go in they go to hell in evil did yes. um one when linda got stabbed with the pencil 
she was twisting it and she made you feel that shit. With the cheese grater, it was just one scrape and that was it. No, I need to see her go like this. Don't nobody like, keep scrape scraping. Cheese like Fuck that. her leg up. Scrape her fucking leg up. I want to see. I need a up and down six times. Six. I want to see flesh six. coming out them holes. Like I want to see shit. Oh. I want to see and it. Y'all got the nerve to parade this damn cheese grater around. Like it was the best. <laughs> but for a year, like it was go like that's the only that like this prop around. Like that's the like it was gonna be this magnum opus. Cause I'm thinking, oh, someone's gonna be rubbing somebody raw. Yes. With yeah. this that's cheese what I grater. thought. You know, getting to the bone with this cheese grater. That's what but, I thought. And we didn't get there. My, I actually turned away and I looked back and I was like, this bitch scraped her one time. One time. <laughs> and I turned away for no fucking reason. I it, nah. It's just, even 2013. I think 2013 did a better job of making those like really grotesque, like the machete going across Mia's fucking knee Me. towards the end, and then scraping it back slow. Like even that, because you had see, more impact to me. Yes, because you see it. It goes across the skin, and then when she's pulling it out slowly, you see the skin like just rub against the blade. You feel even that her in the shower. Like when she yeah. was in the shower, yes. and, you know, she's Natalie with the, the little meat cutter when she's cutting off her arm. Olivia, when mm-hmm. she's scraping her face and you just hear the sound of her just like just scraping and like that was effective. This cheese grater could have been like <laughs> it could have lived up to the hype of how they're promoting this shit. I like again, I was expecting to see flesh go out those holes. I want to see her go like this, like keep like going in. They didn't do that, man. And I was so disappointed. They had the nerve to give away little cheese graters, you know, to, to people. You know, they had some nerve. The mother should have scraped Bridget's face instead of having that fucking tattoo thing. Yeah, scrape it a few times, have her look real fucked up. That would have gave you an excuse and, of how she would look. Yeah, yep. Damn man, should have, could have, would have, should have, no. could have, would have. I mean, missed opportunity. But the glass. The, the the wine glass when when she was chewing on the wine glass I, I really enjoyed yeah that was that. good yeah, the throat that yeah. part yeah mm. Bridget was a pretty dead I <laughs> I'm like okay she's a pretty dead I she wasn't too <laughs> scary um but yeah y'all like the violence compared to other movies it is violent. I will tell people that getting into an Evil Dead film, expect violence all the way through, but there's different types of violence. And this one, out of all the Evil Dead movies, to me, is... Wait, wait even Army of Darkness? Well, Army of Darkness, I'm not going to count that one. I'm, it's, it's reasons why I'm leaving Army of Darkness out. And I like that movie, but for me, I just... It's an Evil Dead film, but not an Evil Dead film, if you know what I'm saying. Like... It's, a, it's still part of that world, but I don't like to count that just because the tone the of that movie free. is like not the same as the others. It's a complete different movie, a complete different tone. Screen three, you mentioned. It. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I can name crazy ass moments in part one, two, in twenty thirteen, but in this one, like there are crazy moments. But I was waiting for that moment, like oh, besides the girl being scalped. We seen that in the trailer, so we knew it was going to be. Ha- we knew it was going to happen when she pretty much was, you know, scalped. Uh, what else? We we seen the cheese grater part. What else? What other violent moments we had in here that was kind of like crazy? Uh, when uh, Cassie, she used a little spear thing and then got Bridget in the mouth. But I kind of felt like, okay, we've seen. Uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Like it's I thought of um, it 
honestly the remake when it, when that happened. Right. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Guys, uh, as we talking about this movie, I could I'm just finding more and more problems. I'm like, uh, my score might want to go down now at first because this movie was pretty like it wasn't high, but I gave it a fair rating. But now I'm just like I'm getting angry all over again. So I probably need to rewatch this. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's a decent movie. I just like you told me manage my expectation, mm-hmm. and um. That was correct. Um, and it's crazy because people asking me what I think, and I'm trying to like be like, you should watch it, but I can't be like, what? Well, it's not the best thing in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> like, definitely go watch it. I was entertained at the very least. I need to be entertained, or I'm not going to watch it. Oh yeah, so I was entertained. Uh, it was fun. Uh, I got to see kids get killed, which is a ballsy move. So. You know, it does have some pluses. Yeah, once it hit the fan, it hit the fan, but <laughs> it just it wasn't hit in the right spots uh, for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> I try not. I, like, I've been trying not to, like, uh, you know, because I knew we were going to break it down or whatever, and I don't want to, like, shade anybody's uh, point of view or expectations when they go into this movie. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's. It's 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 an Evil Dead movie, you know. It's it's worth checking out. I tell people, you know, you definitely definitely go see it right. because it's Evil Dead, right. like regardless. You right. Know? And I will say, this is not a bad film. It's just that it was wasted potential. Not at all. You know, not a, not a it bad is an Evil Dead all. film. It is a good time. I definitely would watch this with the rest of the movies, but it was just a lot of wasted potential. Um, the things you could have seen, things you see that they like, it's just things that you could have seen that they could do and they just didn't get there, it's kind of disappointing. And again, I wonder, again, is it COVID? Is it the budget? Especially since it was supposed to be on HBO Max. Maybe they did have a tight budget, and they didn't get, you know? So I I don't know. It was just a lot of disappointing things that I wanted to see and just waste the opportunity, like I mentioned. So, yeah, I don't know, y'all. Compared to the other ones, this will be at the bottom. But <laughs> I did enjoy the movie. I'm not going to, like, for everybody that's listening, again, I didn't completely hate it. It might sound like we are, <laughs> it might sound like we are nitpicking or being whatever. We're, but again, we, we talked about the things we enjoy, but we also talk about a lot of the things that we dislike because uh, of it being an Evil Dead film and things that we were used to seeing and things that we didn't get in this movie. But I do want to give credit when credit is due. And I did, like, again, I like the tone of the movie. I like Alyssa Sutherland as my, the Mama yeah. Deadite. She was amazing. She was creepy. She she was campy to me. I loved her. Um, yes. Again, it's just the waste of opportunity, the, things, the, the route they could have went, and they didn't go there. So. Yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. Um. And there were just decisions that I found to be a little weird. Not necessarily movie-wise, but like character-wise. Like, oh, you're trying to scream for help on the street and they can't hear you, so you throw something out them. You don't just stop. You see what the fuck is going on in here. Mm-hmm. I thought another part of me was like, y'all better tie up some sheets and just climb out this window. <laughs> I feel together. like they should have been higher up. <laughs> I felt like they needed to be higher up for me to believe they couldn't find a way to try to get down. That should have been yeah. a scene. One of them yeah. trying to climb down somehow, yeah. and they get snatched up or some shit. Or they like yelling because they see somebody walking out on the street, 
and they are like yelling like for help and then somebody get pulled back so by the time they look up they're not there like that would have like mm. added to <sighs> see again I'm getting upset again because I'm thinking about all these things that could be added to make this movie great and I'm just like child uh... also yeah, the like... father left and now you don't got no day two kids are down Mm. And you left your wife and family two months ago, so you got a daughter left. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we'll see what happened to wow. her in the next movie if we get one. Wow. But what I also will yeah. say too before we go is I like um I want to completely trash Beth because I like the fact that because she was pregnant, right? She was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it was that creepy scene where her sister was like, as the dead, I bought the claw to fucking. You know, first of all, she was sniffing her. I was like, "This is." They love to sniff. They love to sniff. I can smell your filthy soul. (laughs) I feel like they they putting those moments in movies though lately, like those like creepy moments. Like I was watching Megan and the boy when he had a oh yeah, yeah. Some somebody in the theater shouted out like, "Don't get weird." Yeah. We all thought that. I think everybody that, that watched crazy. that was. We did. We all fucking thought that. Yeah, that was. I was like, please don't do that. This Why are you laying P- the doll down? Right, and this is PG thirteen. Like, please stop. Don't do this to us. <laughs> this this is not needed. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I mean, I appreciate that because it seemed like Beth had this life, and she was dealing with being. Um, what was the thing she kept saying? Um, she's not a something. I forgot again. Oh, groupie. I yeah, was like, groupie. I mean, yeah. I get it, but yeah. like that's the the word you hate so much. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We don't really know much about her, so we don't really feel for her when she's feeling this. Um, but now it's like also she's ha- she's about to have her own kid, and she's probably not wanting to be a mother, or she don't even know how to be one. And now she has to take care of her niece and also a newborn that she's about to have so now she's about to have experienced this whole new world and i'm curious to see what adventure if they do go there the adventure to go on with beth and cassie and her newborn baby um maybe we'll see her that would be the gag what if the baby just come out like on some dawn of the dead shit it just come out (laughs) that would be wild because she was trying to tear it up out of there. So I don't know mm-hmm. how much damage she did. Mm. I would have honestly loved to see her tear it out. That would have made yes. it, that would have made the movie a lot better. Just tear but it out. But I think she would have been dead. <laughs> like I think if well, yeah. Well, yeah. She would have been. What if they killed Beth <laughs> off? Which of the kids would we have wanted to be like the final girl or boy? Bridget. Uh, yeah, Bridget. Yeah. Yeah, I man. see potential in Bridget. I liked her. Okay. I probably would have preferred it would have been unexpected. And I, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. I mean, because again, they did that with 2013. They could have did that with us. Set it up to make it seem like Beth was going to be this whole final girl, and then she ends up dying, and then Bridget somehow becomes like the the new final girl. Like I would have lived for that. That would have been dope. Yeah, especially like you got you got the uh, the deadite mommy uh, ripping the uh, ripping the baby mm-hmm. out, and then maybe. Her hiding around the corner and her hands extending and she's holding up the child, like you know, just like, yeah, just like yo, it's a boy. We, we it's a boy. Yo, we, oh my we God. over here making a better movie. Right, oh, over here making. <laughs> That's the movie I want to see. Like just like fucked up, so petty, dark petty shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Y'all, let us do the, the sequel to this, please. Give, give us the coin. Yes. We got this. We got this. I got one question, though, for y'all before we go. Yes. Um, The way it ends, or begins and ends, mm-hmm. what do we think? Do we think there's going to be another sequel? Like, so we know this girl, she gets possessed, and she goes back to another campsite or cabin, and she kills those two people. So how does that what work? do we think is happening now? Because now she's just a, a deadite floating somewhere. So what the fuck else is happening? All right. So the problem I have with that, I liked it, but I also have a problem with it. Because when people become deadites, like they come, they kind of become it instantly or it takes a little bit of time. So you're telling me she got possessed, drove all the way to <laughs> where Facts. she had to be and then turned into a deadite? No. So she was in the, <laughs> in the car as a deadite twitch. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, she said, I'm coming to get you. She she didn't say we catching an Uber. She said, Oh, right. I'm, I'm coming to pick you right. up. You right. So that was a plot hole. It was that was just a little weird to me. But and it also- did open the world of um well, it did open it up to be a a, a a sequel and also this could be anything because we're now in the outdoors. So right. now it opened up a new world of evil dead because that's how it ended. The movie started off that way, but that's how it actually ended. So and then also, like at the end of 2013, she kills the abomination, and then that's just it. This one, she kills the the family or whatever, but there's still somebody there possessor. Also, there's ones in the fucking hallway upstairs. That too. So what happened with them? Are they still dead eyes? Did they die because the main one died? Like I want to know. Or dead by dawn? Does that mean they? Does that mean that by dawn they go back or some shit? Wow, and Evil Dead too. Remember when Ash was possessed, and then when Dawn came, he was normal. And then I think when nighttime came, at some point he became Dead Eye Ash again. So I do think maybe when Dawn approaches, they do go back to wherever. So that's what Evil Dead Two was given. So I'm not too sure. Again, different books though. I don't know the rules of this one. So, but if they're going based off the rules from like part two because they kept yelling dead by dawn i'm assuming that's the case well if this is a different book i'm gonna need us to go to another book because <laughs> this one wasn't uh <laughs> you wasn't feeling this book you wasn't feeling this book uh i'm gonna need you know now now that the mom is dead you know she she and the chipper you know i feel like we need to go to another book uh maybe get some color maybe coloring coloring book you know, and uh, well, this is the third book, right? I mean, this is the last one. I'm confused because I was wondering is the book from the first movie in 2013 the same book? I don't think like, so. Like, is that supposed to be the same cabin or a different one? That is it's a Tennessee cabin, I think. See, that's the th- and who putting this shit on vinyl? That like too. That? Like, and I said this, I'm like, they probably, next thing you know, all this shit, the the whole fucking scriptures and shit is going to be on Apple and Spotify. Like, and then you can listen to this shit on the thing. That's the sequel. That is the fucking sequel. This is going to be on there, or it's going to be on a podcast or something, and you, you just, all you got to do is just listen to it, play it out loudly, and there you go. And then... Yeah, because he... Yeah, the kid probably had a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and then press play. On on you know what whatever he was playing on the uh on the vinyl and next thing you know, it's just everywhere now. See, it's just everywhere. there go our movie mm. right there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> did ice in the city? Uh, I just want to know, like the people on the set, did they know? Did they know how this shit was gonna turn out? 
you know, um, I, I don't know. I, I did not hate this movie, folks. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I did not hate this movie. It is at the bottom for me. I did not hate it. It's just, I love the Evil Dead so much. And I feel like I'm at a point in my fandom where I'm like, oh, this ain't my Evil Dead. This like it's like it ain't my dad's Evil Dead either. But you oh, know, it definitely how did your dad feel about dead. it? He wasn't feeling it either. He felt the same. He felt the same way. Like he thought there were some cool parts or whatever. You know, like especially uh, with with uh, the mom. You know, but he felt like it lacked the the scary the scary elements. Right. You know, especially the. The brutality of of uh of where they went with and Fetty's Fetty's uh effort. Yeah. yeah. Well, shout out to Lee Cronin for doing this, and shout out to Fetty Alvarez for giving us 2013. I mean, uh, one thing you can say is that you can definitely tell who's who, who's uh, who did what movie, and I appreciate Lee Cronin putting his own spin on things, making it his own. Yeah. Because you want to yeah. make it your own, you don't want a direct copy, mm. you don't want any of that. So I do appreciate that. So shout out to him. He did what he could. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, definitely on the bottom. Again, maybe it'll grow on me. We'll, maybe we'll see. I'm going to check it out again. I, I'm i wondering what the response is going to be because I, I, I'm feeling like people might like this movie more than what was no. going on. Well. A lot but of people. No, I, yeah, I'm actually, I was actually surprised with how many, like, you know, how much people are going up for the movie yeah. mm-hmm. you know because we but we do like we follow a lot of influencers you know and a lot of people who so i'm so sometimes i'm like you know all right you know uh <laughs> can you really so i i'm thinking because between everybody who watched screeners for scream six the reception to me felt very different from that yeah and yeah. the people who watched the screeners for this movie like i didn't see the same like uh uh excitement from everybody when so I was already thinking, okay, let me not let me bring it down a notch. Let me not get too excited. Right. And you know. Well, cause Scream and Evil Dead, their fandoms is very different. You know, like there are huge fans of Evil Dead, but there are more fans of Scream than Evil Dead. Um being a Scream fan is like being a Yankee fan. Okay. Somebody could just throw a Yankee fitter on and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing too, like Scream, is so much, so many things that go into that franchise where we're looking at specific things with Evil Dead. Like we're looking for specific things, but it's not really much to an Evil Dead film. You know what I mean? Like they're all pretty much yeah. the same. It's just it's how you go about making one, how you making it, how you make it different. This one, it was different, but it was just again, like we kept saying, wasted potential while being in this new environment, which was kind of the downer for us. But we went, we're not going there to see. Oh, the you know. You know, the connection to, you know, Evil Dead 1, and this doesn't make sense because Henrietta is not in this, but then again, it's such and such. Oh, like, we're yeah. not doing the whole screen. <laughs> we're not we're not doing it. Like, we're talking about demons possessing people, guys, like, through a book and through, you know, uh, vinyls and shit. So, it's a whole different type of world, different fandom, and, um, yeah, it's a diff- it's different type of people that enjoy those movies. So, for this one... I think we should rate it, y'all. I think we should rate this it's movie. It's getting a lot of five stars. I'm seeing a lot of five Not stars. Not for me. I don't, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you do you, boo. Keep, give it the five stars. Everybody have their own opinions. I have mine. You know, I, I, if you love the movie, sure, go for it. 
2013 is still going to bring supreme for me part one part two 2013 is still going to be there i dropped this down along with army of darkness army of darkness was fun but it's not my favorite evil dead movie uh because they went strictly to the comedic route and it was just too silly for me like even evil dead 2 is silly but that one is silly silly um so yeah this is not getting a five from me but tyrone you go first what will you rate this film after your second time and even after like discussing this with us yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to be truthful, you know, because I gotta live in my truth. Here. Let's go. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give Safe it. Space. It it would have been. It was gonna be like the after walking out of it with Bobby and Jaleesa, It would have been a two and a half star, but upon <laughs> letting it, upon letting it meld with me and sitting, and then watching it a second time. There were certain things that I appreciated, and I was like, you know what, this could, I don't want my expectations to cloud my judgment, you know, because the Gen Zers and all is like they'll, I think they really will appreciate something like this, mm. and the the Dead by Dawn callback like kind of sold me, so it bumped it up to a three. So I'm hey. gonna give it a three. Out I thought he was going. Head. I thought he was going about to give it less than a two point five. That's why I was like, hold up, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay it was the three stars for me on letterboxd but the more we've been talking <laughs> i'm debating in my head what i want to give this if i'm doing a rundown it's entertaining i do like the final girl in it she i wanted more but i do like her um loved Alyssa sutherland um kids are, and um I, so here's the thing. I love isolation horror, but this felt like it's isolation horror and not at the same fucking time in a way. Because when you tell me it's, which maybe this is my fault and like the, the fans fault for like promoting this. It's like, oh, no, it's it's Evil Dead, but in an apartment high rise. If I hear that, I'm expecting, like you said, some The Raid type shit going on. So when I got to a point realizing that this is only on one floor and it's the hallway in the fucking apartment. I was underwhelmed. And I just feel like if you're going to be having small spaces, you need to have a lot of shit going on. I wanted to see these kids strap up. And um, we did not get that. Mm -hmm. I need to see this movie again. <laughs> For right now, I'm giving it a three. But I need to watch it again. Because I want to see or listen to what was going on in those vinyls too. Because I want to see if I missed something. Same. Uh, yeah, it's a three. It is a three. That's average. That's fine. It's a yeah, three. that's that's a great score. I enjoyed it. It just I want. I was expecting more, and I wanted something different. But it's a three. It was fun. Yes. Okay. Um, that was great, Mike. <laughs> so everything that y'all said coming out this movie. Um, I had my problems. I gave it a three point five on my letterbox, I believe. But after this discussion, I'm dropping it down to like a 2.7. 0.7. I'm going with, yeah, I'm taking, I'm doing your, I'm doing your thing, Mike. <laughs> you know me, I'm either 2.5 or 3.0 or 3. Point, but I'm doing, I'm doing 2.7 only because I'm still, I need to see it again. I'm still in that, in that middle. And I, and I gave it a 3.5 just because I was a little excited and 
the hype from it. And again, the callback to Evil Dead 2 with the Dead by Dawn and the eyeball and um, Ellie, like as the mama, you know, as mama Deadite just doing her thing. And it was a lot of cool moments. I liked the containment and being in this apartment um, in the in the rooms itself. Like that was pretty cool to me. Um, but the more I talked about talk about this movie with y'all, I'm just getting more upset and more upset in the things that they could have done. So I'm gonna just drop it down to a 2.7. Um, that's pretty much like yeah. Does that put it on the same level as Troll 2 for you? 2.7? Troll 2 is <laughs> a one point. Let me stop. I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. <laughs> I, I talk a lot of shit about Troll 2, but guys, I actually did grow up on Troll 2. I love Troll 2. I talk a lot of shit just because I know Mike loves it a lot, but I grew up on that movie too, so I love that movie. Um, it's a bad movie, but it's one of those movies so bad it's good. Uh, mm-hmm. But this movie is not so bad it's good. Like, it's a good Evil Dead movie. It's just wasted potential. I keep saying this, and I, I just need to see it again to give it uh, my proper score. So I'm going to give it a 2.7 for now. I'm just grateful because I thought I was going to be like the Debbie Downer in the group, you know, <laughs> just being like <laughs> this movie. But I'm I'm glad that, you know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't crazy because I've been seeing a lot of five stars out there yeah. and, you know, which people are entitled to their own opinion. You know, everybody, yeah. everybody's, you know, experiences the movie, how they experience it. I was like, damn, I going to be the only one. You know, no, that's, no. that's going to be rolling up in here with the... I just want to see what everybody else is seeing, you know? Like, I want to see... Like, I want to see why they love it so much compared to the other movies. And maybe they can explain some things that I probably didn't understand. That's why I want to watch it again so I can see what everybody else is seeing. Because for me, it, it lacked a lot of things. And yes, a, the Mama Deadite was great and Beth was cool, but... What made this movie great for y'all to give it a five or four point something compared to 2013? You know what I mean? Um, and if you don't like 2013 and like this movie, I want to know that too. Like, I want to know why do you like that compared to that? Like, what what did it for you and what didn't do it for you? If I saw this today, my score might have been higher just because I was high off of the the excitement of watching the movie. But me having a few days of like. I mean, honestly, I saw the movie. It was entertaining. It was fun. But I kind of forgot about it until people would mention it. Mm. So it didn't have that, like, lasting effect for me. So, like, Terrifier 2 had a lasting effect. And I know some people like it. Some people don't. But the shit was embedded in my brain for a few days, at least, after watching that. So, like, when movies do that, I will rate them four or five. It's rare I give a five. Oh, I'm giving five. So any if something is, like, if I really enjoy the movie, you know, then I'll be like, all right, a four, yeah. you know, especially if I'm going to purchase it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, I feel like if this wasn't an Evil Dead movie, I wouldn't be purchasing it on Blu-ray. But because it is, Same. then I just feel like mm, I got to do what I got to do. But if a movie is effective for me, like something like Incantation or Skin of a Rink, even if the masses aren't feeling that I'm like five all day because you you made me feel something mm-hmm. in that exactly. in that uh viewing experience you know and that's the thing i want to come out a movie feeling something like after this movie like we talked about it and now i went home i'm like all right what's for dinner like normally i don't do that like if i, if I see a movie <laughs> but when i see a movie it's still in my head and like even my my boyfriend be like yo like you good like i'm like yo i'm still thinking about that movie like he even knew like i didn't really care for this movie too much he was like 
He was like, so how was the movie? I'm just like, oh, it was good. He was like, that must be mean as bad. And I'm like, no, it was not bad. I'm just... But when I came out oh. of, like, 2013, like, I seen it with my best friend at the, the screening. I seen that movie three times in theaters. And, like, my best friend, he was over me. He was like, Robert, I'm never seeing another movie with you. That's my real name, y'all, Robert. <laughs> He's like, I'm never seeing it. But he wants to see this movie with me because it's, I guess it's been 10 years. But, um... And that movie, it stuck with me just because it was fresh. It was different. Yes. Everything about that movie, like, I just felt it. I need to feel a fucking movie. It's, it, it needs to be embedded in my fucking brain. I can't get over it, and I, I keep thinking about it. I felt that way with Outwaters. I watched that movie three times. Mm. Outwaters, it just did something to me. Wow. <laughs> it's probably because from the beginning with the whole cause and then to the end, that movie is so fucking bizarre, but I think that's why I was so interested in it because it's so many things you can do with that movie you can get so many you can pick so many details from that movie and build your own story of why these things are happening um so i enjoyed the outwaters a lot um skin rank was almost there i watched that movie 3 a.m with half these headphones on on the tv and that fucked me up and a lot of people think like it's nothing but just ceilings and noise i'm like well <laughs> watch the 3 a.m like i did with headphones yeah. in in the dark, and then come back and talk to me. Exactly. So, exactly. Like, Jazz from Girl That's Scary went in the closet and watched the movie. Like, that's how deep it was. Oh, damn. Girl. <laughs> she, 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 she went inside the closet with her laptop and watched that damn movie. Shout out to Jazz from Girl That's Scary. I love you. Ooh. When she told me that, I was just like, you do your thing, girl, because that would not be me. That is definitely. Oh, no, I couldn't have, especially in the last, like, two minutes when that fucking thing starts. Right. <laughs> That's when I turned it off. I was like, I sat through this whole fucking thing, but I could not get through this last part of this movie. I'm not going to be able to sleep if I watched it, so I turned it off. Because I was like, this is the clearest fucking thing I could see. Right. right and it's fucking with me, so I turned it off. Right. Uh, but I'm trying to think of another movie that like got me... Oh, yeah, Halloween Kills. Like Halloween Kills, I could not get that movie out of my head. Like That movie was so... It was just everything about that movie. It's like a lot of people hate that movie, but it was such a fucking good time. I love it. Um, oh yeah, you, you see a good movie, you wear it on your face. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. come out, you just, you just like, damn. I came I, out happy. I really... Like I was yeah. happy after seeing it. Like I literally had a smile on my face. Like I came out happy. Halloween Ends, child. I was the opposite of that. <laughs> I was mad, but oh, I was asleep on the couch. I was like Peacock. <laughs> I want my refund, <laughs> right? Know. I, that's why I was laughing when uh, we walked out the theater and Jaleesa, she was like, oh, y'all ain't like yeah. it. Y'all ain't like it. Oh, did Jaleesa like it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> she loved 2013. Yeah. But she didn't She didn't care for this one. Mm. Oh, God. Jaleesa was funny. She kept, she, she said, I'm going to tell everybody. She said, I'm going to get on the podcast and say, Bobby and Tyrone do not like this movie, y'all. They're fronting. I'm just like, no, you don't have to tell them. We'll tell them ourselves. We got to get you and Jaleesa on here, too. We yes. got to get y'all both on here. Jaleesa is so oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Now, do y'all remember that clip that was going around about that guy cussing at them on stage? Oh, he yeah. The fucking movie. Yo, yo, and now, I, when I first <laughs> exact Michael, Michael, <laughs> because when I saw that clip, I was like, yo, you disrespectful, dog. Well, but now, right? You're like, well, 
Maybe you shouldn't have said it like there. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't have said it. He, he should have. You, you should have just said it. Don't ruin everybody yeah. else's experience. You should have went on your TikTok or your podcast or YouTube or whatever you have, your Twitter, whatever it is, and said it then. You didn't have to be disrespectful in front of the creators, Bruce Campbell, in front yeah. of everybody and say that. Like, that was fucking disrespectful. Um, I mean, the movie didn't suck, but it probably wasn't what he expected. But like, and it's not constructive either saying yeah. it sucks. But but I think it's funny looking back now. So nasty. How I feel about them. So rude. So <laughs> nasty. So rude. Yeah, I would. I would have told Bruce Camp. I would have been like, Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad we got another Evil Dead movie, yep. man. I'm glad so we you got didn't another, lie. That's that's how. That's exactly how yep. I would have phrased it. I'm glad we got another Evil Dead. Yeah. All right, so that would be the end of this episode, y'all. Thank you for listening to Evil Dead Rise. Uh, our thoughts on Evil Dead Rise. Um, we had a lot of thoughts on this movie. <laughs> so hopefully you guys are not cursing this out if you enjoyed it. This is just our opinion. Who knows? It might change within the years, you know? Sometimes we hate a movie in the beginning, and we might end up liking it in the future. So I, trust me, I have a lot of movies I did that with. Some movies I didn't care for in the beginning, I end up loving it later on just because it grew on me or I found reasons. So, Dead Silence. Dead Silence, wow. Yeah. Ooh. For me, it was um, Strangers 2. Whatever yeah. the hell it's called. Strange Pray at Night. Pray at Night, yeah. I, I didn't really it care in for the it. Theater. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it again at home, I loved it. Yeah. For me, it was The Exorcist 3. Um, in the beginning, mm-hmm. I didn't really care for The Exorcist 3. Everybody loved that movie. And I'm like, I don't see it. And then much later i actually do like that movie a lot so that grew on me so you never know this movie might grow on us <laughs> so um but before we go tyrone would you like to give everybody your socials and stuff and where they can find you oh, again yes. oh yes once once again you know you can find me at the evil tyrone spelled e-v-o-l love backwards you know on uh twitter instagram and YouTube, where I do, you know, horror discussions with the horror community, you know. And if you want to talk horror, hit me up. I'm always, I'm always looking for more people uh, to interview, especially uh, people of color, you know, who are just interested. And you ain't got to be somebody who makes movies or anything. If you're just interested in horror, I want to hear from you. Yes. So, just I love that evil spelled love backwards um because when you mentioned that yesterday on your show i was like wait it does oh shit i just thought it was like you spelled <laughs> evil differently but i'm like oh it is um l-o-v-e but you know the other way buddy love there we go <laughs> <laughs> but i do enjoy that you it's not just podcasters it, it's people in different facets of horror that, yes. that will come to your show and do interviews and that's, I find that very interesting. So All, you have like artists, yes. authors. It's it's it, it's it's. I love it. Literally Thanks. different creators, not and getting content creators, not like you said, just like podcasters and YouTubers, like people that you know does mute that do music that you know um, that make actual physical things that's related to horror. Just everything that's related in the horror world is so dope. Thank you for bringing itineraries. Yes, I mean, (laughs) come on. Yeah, I'll be surprised. Like you know, Bianca with the spooky shout out to Spooky Melon. Yes, Bianca itineraries. You know, first of all, shout out big love to Bianca because Michael Myers. She was giving Michael Myers so much love last (laughs) night, and I said, "Yes, I see you. That's your man. That's my man too." So I'm just saying. (laughs) 
we're right here clinically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she need to make a shirt. She does. She does. Oh, yeah, because she's great. Um, well, thank you again for Ty- thank you again for so- uh, showing up on here, Tyrone. We really, really appreciate it. We have to have you again. Thank y'all. Of course, of course. Just let me know. I'm all. I'm always down. I'm always down. Yes, Michael. Do you have any final thoughts before we go? I'm spent from talking <laughs> about this move. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. All right. Uh, well, thank you everybody for the support of the show. Um, you can follow us at people underscore scares and also our email people under scares at gmail.com. Um, you can follow me at Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S on Twitter, Instagram, and you can follow Mike where? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, the handles at Thackeray Banks 86. I don't really do a lot of shit on Instagram. So Lies. you want to see me popping shit. I'm on Twitter. Lies. What you be on? Tw- you be on Instagram. You just don't <laughs> use it like you I might do. be lurking. He does. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I mean. I don't use it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't be posting shit. Really is what I mean. <laughs> okay. Now I be dipping into people's lives. I want to see, which is not horror related. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that other later. Things. Other uh-huh. things. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, thanks again, everybody. Um, <laughs> stay spooky. Have a good one, and follow. My bro, Tyrone, again, everything that he mentioned, he does amazing work. So please give him a follow. We'll put his links and stuff in their description box. So you can click it and find it easy there. But thanks again, everybody. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. So Dead by dawn. Yes. Condor. <laughs> whatever the fuck the word was. <laughs> Montrose. <laughs> oh, what the fuck was I watch? This ain't the episode, but I went, I was watching that scene from Martin where they were doing the seance. They used three of the same words in this damn book. Ooh. The first, Conda, Montos, whatever the second one was, but then she says Nosferatu. So three out of the four, <laughs> she said the same fucking word. I'm cracking up. Nosferatu. <laughs> oh, man. Ah!